0: Welcome to Unfolding the Word, the show that gets your head thinking and your heart beating about the Word of God. It's basically hashtag storytelling and hashtag listen and pass Bible 10. Hey guys, Mr. Franco here. Uh, welcome back. I wanted to do another segment of the podcast um, for our class. Uh, as we talk today, we really wanted to focus on Bible literacy and what does that mean and how those tools are really useful for us too wrestle with scripture and understand it in a way that leads from comprehension through interpretation to application. The other thing that uh, we talked about that we really think it's important is this idea of doctrine. What are these core truths, these things that as we wrestle with scripture, we, they, they're used as strong guidelines from which we cannot move from one place to the other. Things like we studied about the doctrine of creation that God Uh, alone is uncreated. What does that even mean? And that he created all things by the power of his word and and, and everything outside of of him. Um, Today to talk about this subject, I invited Mr. Josh Stockman. He has been here at PACA for nine years. Um, Most of you know him. Some of you have him in uh, world history. Uh, Some of you have seen him around on campus. Some of you really know how an exceptional uh teacher he is and he really knows the material and has passion not only for teaching but a lot of passion about the word of God in a way of translating these things into real applications for y'all's life and your worldview. How are you doing today, Josh? I'm doing well. How much am I getting paid for this? Um I don't know. Uh maybe a diet coke. I don't know.
1: Uh <laughs> I'll take what I can get.
0: Okay. That's that's a Diet Coke it'll be. Uh Oh wait, maybe not that's a little too much for this no I'm kidding uh, but he's here and, and Josh when we when you I know that in your class you, you guys talk a lot about these really important truths in scripture that really especially in the New Testament we look at Paul as Paul almost speaks doctrine like every word that comes out of his mouth is is doctrine in a way and can, what is doctrine what, what is your view on that Yeah, uh,
1: I think often when Christians hear the word doctrine, they get intimidated and they think that it's going to be something that is too difficult to understand, something that's just for pastors or professors. Doctrine literally just means teaching or belief. And so when we talk about biblical doctrine, all we're simply saying is things that the Bible teaches that are true, these core
0: beliefs that are in Scripture. And so so these core beliefs... How do we know that they're true how do we how do we stand on that on those things? Is it because it's tested through time is what What does that look like? yeah, and so what we're talking about
1: is God's truth that he has revealed to us, and it's important to recognize that if it's in the Bible, God thinks it's important. If it's in Scripture, clearly God wants us to know it, and this is seen clearly in Paul's second letter to Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen, and Paul says all scripture and when he says that he's actually using the greek word graphē which refers to everything written in the old testament so his original readers as soon as they see that phrase passa graphē everything written they're going to think everything in the old testament is god breathed and this is something that maybe we can think about now because of the pandemic we're all wearing masks and we are a lot more aware of our breath than we would normally be. Yeah. Um, you try talking to someone, they can't hear you. You talk louder. And, you know, if you had tacos for lunch, that's a bad thing. That breath is just trapped in your mask.
0: Yeah, mine might smell sometimes. sometimes.
1: Um, but if you think about your breath being the source coming out of you, um, Paul is saying that if it's in the Bible, God wants us to know it. And so, you know, again, if we say, well, you know, I'm not really interested in doctrine. Really what we're saying is I'm not interested in what God says I need to know
0: wow so if 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 God made the point of like ex like breathing it out so that men were inspired and wrote these things, these are really important things that should guide our Christian life and should inform how we see the world, how we interact with others, how we interact with God. what is an example of 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 doctrine that really is just an example that comes to mind that you would help? our listeners would would be able to understand how that is really important, it's just really important.
1: Sure. Well, something that I like to share with my class is the way doctrine affects doctrine. So I assume last semester you guys talked a lot about the doctrine of creation and being created in the image of God. Yes. And so if we have the doctrine of God, our understanding of who God is, the biblical teaching of who God is, that will necessarily impact our understanding of who we are if we are made in his image. Interesting. And so the more we know about God and the better we understand who God is, the better we understand who we are. And similarly, if you look at yourself, especially if you have a bad day and you look at and you see all of your faults, all of your struggles, you're going to have a better understanding of what it means to have a perfect and holy God who doesn't mess up like I do. And so these are core beliefs, but these core beliefs have a just widespread application in our daily living.
0: Which is interesting, because when you, you say that, what came to mind was like, so the doctrine of God and who He is, and we know that He is holy. We, in our class last semester, we talked about the doctrine of the fall, doctrine of you know of sin. What is that? As humans, in, in something like we talked about um, total depravity and the fact that we... in in all our effort we can never have righteous deeds and we just can it just does not happen that way. And then there's the doctrine of grace that looks back at this, but it kind of comes from who God is. So if we don't understand who He is and we don't have a good grasp on that, we don't really understand grace and we don't understand our, our fallen condition.
1: Yeah, and I think often, especially when we're in high school, the temptation is to think, you know, when I get to college, when I get married, then I'll figure out what I really believe. Then I'll make my faith my own. Uh, But right now, God just wants me to be in a relationship with him. But how can you be in a relationship with someone that you don't really know, right? I mean, imagine a guy saying to a girl, hey, babe, you you know I love you. I don't need to know anything about you. I don't need to get to know you. I don't need to spend time with you. I don't need to listen to what you tell me is important about you. I just need to show you how much I love you. Interesting. And so if God has revealed himself to us and said, this is what's important for you guys to know about me. We can't say, well, that's not really true, God. I'm going to love you. I'm going to worship you. But I'm going to ignore what you have told me is most important for me to understand about who you are.
0: And, and that helps us in, in completely in our understanding of others, like mm-hmm. you said, our understanding of ourselves and our understanding of our walk in this world and our living in this world. Um, I I often was one of those students that would listen to the word doctor. And it's like, oh, that sounds like some something academic that uh, Mr. Brennan, who was my Bible teacher, needed me to learn, and it kind of just went there. But from from what I hear, the importance that we, as a faculty in APACA, especially what we're learning is that these are core beliefs that we need to grasp onto that are going to help us as we move on and leave here so that that these truths are internalized into us and become our reality. Um, I thank you so much, Josh, for for these minutes of, of talking about this idea of doctrine. Uh, is there any final words, anything you would like to to, to let you, the students know why why you're so passionate about this?
1: Yeah, um, you know, I spent a lot of time before I came to PACA um, teaching high school students. Um, I was a youth pastor at three different churches before I moved to Brazil, and so often, we tell ourselves in high school, and I told myself this when I was in high school, you know what, because my parents make me go to church or because I go to a Christian school, therefore my faith isn't my own. Therefore I'm being forced to think this or learn this or believe this. I'm being tested on it every time Mr. Franco gives me a Bible test, therefore it's not legitimate. Interesting. And you know what, that's that's not true. You might not have a choice what school you go to or whether or not your parents make you go to church on Sunday, but that doesn't necessarily then mean that your faith is not legitimate. And now is the time for you to make your faith your own. Now is your time for you to understand what these core beliefs are, what God has revealed about himself, so that when you get to college, you're not figuring this out for the first time. So that you're not on that campus with professors who are not believers, who challenge you and you don't have an answer. Yeah. You know, scripture very clear, clearly tells us that we need to be prepared to give an answer to anyone who asks us for a reason
0: for the hope that it is in us. That that's that will probably be a subject for a next conversation, which I think it's it's a great ending because we do need to think about contending for our faith. If if it's challenged like why do you believe in God and you're able to answer based in scripture the truth about who God is but also based in your life that that's just really important. Josh, thank you so much for your time. I hope you have a great day, and that Diet Coke will come in time. In time, yes. <laughs> in thank you, man. Time.
1: That was awesome. Thank
0: you. <laughs> hey, Unfolding the Word podcast listeners, is Mr. Franco back with you? Wasn't that just great? And when talking about great things, I like to highlight some of the great things happening here at Paca. Paca drama a space to be present in a distracted world. Learn to see others and to be seen in a collaborative space. As the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, act, perform, speak, dance, sing, build, paint, and embody stories for our community that reflect truth about our Maker, ourselves, and our broken world in need of Him. Thank you. This was unfolding the word. I'll see you guys next week.